Thank you for listening to Christ Alone Podcast, where we believe that Jesus lived, died, and resurrected according to the scriptures. Our hope is that God can bless you through this week's episode. All right, welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Angie and Steven's podcast, Crass Alone, Crass Alone Podcast. That was right. great. That was awesome. And um, yeah, I mean, we were also just looking at each other. Yeah, um, we're so, not remote today. Yeah, so for those of you listening, um, we are actually in the same room. So uh, that's, you know. That's a first for, a, you know, since for a while, right? Since last year. So, welcome. <laughs> Everybody, please That's sit great. down. Everybody, please. Please, hold the applause, hold the applause. The glory is the um, Lord's, not ours. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Um, all right, so um, today, uh, you know, I mean, we wanted to talk about Catholicism versus Christianity, but. Uh, right. But there is, I think, an important matter that I feel we need to address, uh, which we'll get into in a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, but yeah, how have you been? I've been really good. Um, Great. Awesome. Thank you. All right. So, <laughs> <laughs> how have you been? <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. I was just messing with you. <laughs> no, I had a good uh, week uh, last Are you week. hurt? Are you hurt? <laughs> That almost sounds like me in the beginning. It does. It does. It does. I feel like you could have done that. <laughs> um, no, but it was a good week last week. Uh, work was work, um, but I enjoyed it. And uh, yesterday, kind of just did laundry, did some stuff, and today. I- <laughs> You're so lame. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, you, you lost me at you were doing laundry. <laughs> well, <laughs> stop. Make it stop. Stop. <laughs> um, and today uh, I had lunch with Javerlyn, and that was fun. Yeah. Yeah, I know she uh, She was very excited to hang out with you. Um, she... I asked her to be my Valentine, and I was so nervous because I didn't know what she was going to say. <laughs> um no she uh she was excited because you know i know you you guys hung out for the first time last weekend right Mm -hmm. um went to the illusion uh museum of illusions Illusions, and so she had a lot of fun and i know she loves hanging out with you uh maybe because you spoil her uh what i feel like you You think i spoil her really i do yeah how? I mean, you take her to Chick-fil-A and Cheddar's and Museums of Illusions. Museum of Illusions? Wait, she didn't pay her entrance. <laughs> oh, yeah. So uh, you spoil her. Uh, I which, don't think again, that's spoiling I don't, her. I don't mind. I think it's just spending time with her. Today, though, she mentioned, because we went, we, we were trying to figure out where to go to eat. Yeah. And uh, I mentioned Cheddar's, and she's, she said, you know, our first hangout, I think, was at Cheddar's. And it was interesting because I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, I haven't we been hanging out your whole life? 
<laughs> but it was like our first official, our first official Thea and niece date was yeah. at Cheddar's, and she had the picture of it. it was oh, so cute! Wow, yeah, yeah. She uh, she really enjoys uh, spending time with you. Um, she even called out one of her aunts. I won't mention names, um, but she told Gracie like, "Hey." <laughs> <laughs> But she she told Gracie like, "Hey, you're like the only tia that I don't hang out with. Like, we don't have like a tia niece day." Uh-huh. So she called her out on it, and uh, they're supposed to hang out also. So, okay. um, hopefully they do that soon. But uh, no, yeah, she uh, she likes it because first of all, she's been stuck with us right for a year, right? She we don't really let her go out. She hasn't been to church, so. She just had her bestie come over mm-hmm. last weekend. Uh, and that was, you know, I know this is like therapy for her. Mm-hmm. So that's why we're, you know, we're kind of, and we're starting to feel better about stuff. And I know that she, she you know, she's as safe as she can be. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, by the way, side note, um, for those of you out there who think that the virus is done and over with, it's not true. Right. Uh, friends and family are still dying from it um, who have no underlying medical issues. Um, So um, I saw this very funny um, SNL skit about the coronavirus. I don't know if you saw it. I sent it. Okay, maybe I'll send it to you. Um, But it's uh, basically what after watching that, I, I can't because, of course, they make fun of everything. Uh, what I came to realize is that people think that because they're being safe, they can now be unsafe. Right. And so that's not the case. So I want to remind everybody that just because you're being safe, it doesn't mean you can stop being safe. Or that, you know, being safe, you know, has like nine to five. I'm safe nine to five. And right. then after that, I'm good. No, no. Um, and don't assume that other people are also being as safe as you are. So I think that's probably the biggest mistake most yeah. people make. Um, but anyways, so, uh, so yeah, so we let her go with you and she, you know, that's therapy for her and she has a great time. And so um, I think Friday we're going to let her go to the youth service. I know. So I'm excited. She's, she's excited about that. Um, and so, yeah, you know. She she likes spending time with her aunts. So that's good. So yeah. So thank you for that. Thank you for taking the time and I enjoy uh, being an aunt. Um, I growing up, I could tell you that um I remember very few times that I you know, I went out with my aunts or my uncles and mm-hmm. usually it was it was more like, oh, my parents had something to do. Yeah. They were watching me, and then they decided to go do something, so I was just happened to be there. Yeah. It wasn't like, hey, we're going to pick up Stevens because we're going to go do this and that. And, you know, at least that's not what I remember. Um, there were a few times where that did happen, but yeah. it, w- it wasn't as consistent as I would have liked it to, to have been yeah. um, or as consistent as it you're making it for Javerlin. So I thank yeah. you for that. I appreciate that. Um, you know, I think I think for a little bit, um, you know, you I, I asked myself, uh, do 
do these ladies know that they're Javerlin's aunt? Like, <laughs> do what ladies? What? All of you ladies, <laughs> uh, because because uh, she 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 had been wanting this for for a long time. You know, she's been talking since. I mean, she grew teeth, right? Um, and so she's always wanted to do that stuff, and um, you know, we we couldn't just say, "Oh yeah, it's it's you know." It wouldn't it wouldn't have made a difference for us to explain that you know they are adults they have lives they have mm-hmm. this going on and you know and, and maybe it's not something that is uh, you know practice or like you yeah. you're not for the first time there's there's a lot of you know different reasons why they might that might not happen but yeah. when it did that's why I think she loves it so much is because she's always wanted that like from a very long time ago. Yeah, because I think like when you're talking about like our aunts and uncles not spending that time with us growing up, I wasn't like, oh, why don't they spend? It's not something that we I felt that needed to happen. Yeah, it was just I have my parents and <laughs> yeah, yeah, my brother, and that's all. You know, we spend time with each other. Um, and I'll see it. It was I'll see my aunts and uncles at events or if we yeah. go to parties. That was yeah, the type yeah. of relationship, and I was okay with that. Um. But yeah, I just I I love spending time with her. Yeah. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And I know she does as well. She yeah. she loves it. Loves it. Loves it. All right. So, moving on. Um So, yeah. How are so, you doing? So, I'm yeah. <laughs> I was thinking I'm like, what were we talking about? Um, I'm good. I'm good. I'm really good. Um I um so, you know, a couple of things that God is doing in our lives, I've just been a little bit anxious about. Um, and so I've just been praying for patience and, and, uh, and you know how it is. You pray for patience. So God gives you something to be patient about. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like he just expands on your patience. So, um, so yeah, so we got some stuff going on and, um, and I'm just excited about it. I'm excited about it because, like I said last episode, you know, God has been answering these prayers, and and um, you know, I'm just I'm super super excited about that. And uh, my only fear is that, you know, I'm not going to uh, respond the way uh, you know the way God expects me to, or the way that I should as a Christian. So I right. you know, I just keep praying for that. Um, you know, nobody's perfect, right? And this will probably be a good segue. It's to... actually nobody's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> this will. Be... You, you remember where that's from? No, it's from uh, the office. Pam says nobody's perfect, and what <laughs> Dwight was like, "What are you saying?" <laughs> and he judges her so hard, <laughs> and Pam has to explain. Obviously, I know how to say it, <laughs> but that's why it's funny i get it i think i vaguely remember that um no this will be a good segue into uh, what our topic is going to be about you know nobody is perfect right nobody is immune to sin um not even the quote-unquote best christians right right um so um so yeah so um today what we're actually going to be discussing is um, something that I think hurt me a lot, um, uh, because it was about a gentleman that I really, really admired, 
um, that had, you know, his words, his wise words had a lot to do with probably what kickstarted me into this, you know, um, into, you know, what I've become so far, you know, and right. as far as following Christ and all of that and reading and in fact, you gave me a wonderful book written by him. Mm -hmm. um, and so, uh, and I, when he passed away, you know, I talked about it on my other podcast. And, you know, his death surprisingly affected me a lot. It did. Because, yeah, I remember that. Because I was like, man, like, that sucks. Like, I'm not going to get to, you know, hear this guy speak. And, and I'm talking about Ravi uh, Zacharias, uh, world famous apologist um you know defender of the christian faith um i you know when he spoke it was you know it was always i always found wisdom in everything that he said mm -hmm. i never found him to say anything out of whack um he was a very intelligent person mm -hmm. um you know um you know, well-studied, if that's how you say it, you know, a scholar, uh, all these great things, right? Yeah. And so, you know, somebody that, again, that I really admired, and so his passing, I remember that I posted about it, and I said, man, you know, if, if I could be just 25% of the Christian that this man was, yeah, you know, I'll be all right. Mm -hmm. You know, that was, that was my, my thought. And so... Again, looking back on that now, it's um, it's just it's interesting to see how in our humanity, no matter what, we are always comparing ourselves to someone else. Yeah, and I think for a lot of people currently, and again, we'll get into what happened, but a lot of people who you know place their faith in in someone else or or compare themselves to someone else, yeah, when that someone else fails, you're like, oh great what do yeah. i have left you know yeah and and so go ahead and looking historically like how often do we see leaders fall like all of the time yeah all the time we all the see time. all we see i mean we see it in the bible all the time we see i mean the best example i can think of is and we talked about it before and i love him is david yeah like a da david was a man after god's heart like, that's how the Bible explains him, you know? Yeah. And he, you know, worshipped uh, and danced before the Lord and, and had a great relationship with him. And David, you know, in the midst of all that, he sins horribly, you know? Back to back. Yeah. So he, he, he cheats. I think he, he was married at the time, right? Yeah. He, he, he takes becomes someone, an adulterer. Yeah, he's an adulterer. He takes someone else's wife. Um, he conspires to have him you know killed yeah conspires to have that husband killed then he marries that woman and then it's just so much um and then god still showed showed him grace yeah. so um it's just i think sometimes so often we think that uh the church and the church is supposed to be for people who are perfect but that's yeah that's yeah. far from it. The church is full of people that are broken. The church yeah. is more like a hospital. Yeah. Uh, really full of uh, people that are sick. Um, and the only one that is perfect. And I love that the Bible and the gospel just talk so much about how Jesus is the only one 
and we all fall short of the glory of God. No one is good, not even one. Yes, amen. Um, I think, um, you know, to add to what you were saying, um, it sucks, man, because, you know, uh, if, if we put our, you know, our trust and our faith in, in this one person, um, like I said earlier, you know, we're going to end up very disappointed. And for many people, I, I mean, I guarantee, sadly, sadly, for many people, this has probably caused a lot of people to turn away, mm-hmm. to turn away from God. Yeah. And, and that just, that just tells me that, that they weren't with God in the first place. Yeah. Um, because, you know, your faith should be in Jesus, the yeah. only person who lived a sinless life. Um, so I'll mention real briefly um, because it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. So Ravi Zacharias um, had RZIM, which is Ravi Zacharias International Ministries. And, um, you know, for 40 plus years, you know, he started this and, and had been doing it. And they go all over the world, answer questions um, in defense of Christianity. And him and his team and whoever works for this organization, they do a fantastic job of of doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, they do it and they and it's and it's it's all done at a at a at, at a su- such a intellectual level mm-hmm. that, I, you know, I learned personally, I learned so much from it. Um, I try to join in one, in one way or another to to join one of their uh, I don't know one of their I don't know what it's called but their schools, schools. Yeah. yeah so uh, to learn more mm-hmm. um, and um, and and so again a great great organization his daughter his daughter works with um, his daughter works with uh, helping women. Um, in those countries where there's a lot of um, human trafficking and sex trafficking. And so she helps with being able to um, get help those women uh, out of those situations. Mm-hmm. And, um, and she, she does a great job with that. Um, and, um, and so what happened was, um, so Ravi died May of 2020, so last year. And, um, I guess, I guess some allegations started like three or four years ago, mm-hmm. but nothing really surfaced. They were just allegations. Um, and it wasn't until it was like closer to his death that they became more and more, uh, apparent. And as far as I know, he denied it. He mm-hmm. denied it, took that to his grave. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, uh, we'll probably talk about that and maybe the effects that that might've mm-hmm. had on him, um, spiritually. But so, so as far as I know, uh, from the outside, he didn't repent. Hopefully he did, mm-hmm. but apparently he didn't. Um, and so, uh, what the allegations are, right? Because, uh, what, what happened was his organization, RZIM launched their own personal private investigation into these allegations and they put out they put out some statements and the initial part of that investigation said hey uh we are sorry to inform that yeah 
it looks like these allegations have some truth to them. Mm-hmm. And they, they put this out at the end of last year. Um, and um, just a few days ago, they, pull, they pulled, put out a more detailed report and uh, updated uh, the status of that investigation. And they confirmed that the allegations, you know, that the truth about Ravi Zacharias was actually worse than they had initially started to find out about. Mm-hmm. And to make a long story short, because I, I also don't want to talk about somebody who can't defend themselves, mm-hmm. um, they found out basically that for at least the last decade, he has been, um, uh, how do you say it? Uh, he, he has been, uh, displaying not to anybody obviously around because apparently nobody knew mm-hmm. but he had been living out a life that was not consistent with what he was preaching mm-hmm. um you know he was uh, apparently getting massages from people overseas and you know it led to some sexual uh, immorality mm-hmm. um um and uh, fornication and adultering and all the anything that comes with that, right? right. I mean, uh, I think sexual immorality, pretty right? Much sexual, sums it up. <laughs> sexual immorality covers it all. So you know, wh- and again, uh, there's no point of going into details, right? Because you can go to RZIM and you know read the report yourself. But basically, again. He was not living a life that was uh, consistent with what he was preaching. And that, to me, breaks my heart because, you know, from the outside listening to him, I was like, man, there's, there's no way. You know, when he passed away, I was like, there's no way this guy is not in heaven. There is no way he's not in heaven. Yeah. And to find out all of this. Yeah. Even when we, when we saw the first post from RZIM. Yeah. Because they were like. You know, there's, they didn't really say there's anything. Some truth there's, to it. They said there's some truth to this. Yeah. But that could have meant, oh, you know, he had a slip. It happened one time. No, this was ongoing for yeah. at least a decade. So they found out that basically he was leading a double life. Yeah. And nobody knew about it. Yeah. Apparently no one knew about it. And it's so bad right now to the point where like two of his kids have resigned from the ministry. Wow. And so it, it. I mean, and that's just like the tip of it, right? Right. What about all these victims, you know? And man, it's crazy. It's crazy. So um, my point is, is that, you know, we, what happens when we place our faith in, in another person is that when they fail, then that could really shake your faith yeah. or shake where your position. And that's why that, that's why our focus needs to be Jesus. Yeah. Jesus needs to be our focus, right? Yeah. Um, I got some verses here um, that, you know, that tell us, um, you know, that we should not put our confidence in man. And it's, uh, the first one is Psalms 118.8. It says, it is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. Mm-hmm. Micah 7 5. Trust 
not in a friend. Put not confidence in a guide. Keep the keep the doors of your mouth. Uh, oh wait, that's not the that's not a, that's the wrong verse. Uh, Jeremiah seventeen five. Thus says the Lord, Cursed be the man that trust in man, and make flesh his arm, and whose heart depart from the Lord. Um, Psalms. Psalms 118.9 also says, It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in princes. Um, 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 Alright, so, again, those are the ones that I have. Um, I thought I had more, but... So, again, um, you know, that that is why uh we need to trust in the lord trust in jesus because he's again he's the only one who lived a sinless life and he is uh what the standard should be for how we should live our life um again this also shows that like i said before nobody is immune to sin mm -hmm. doesn't matter how many years you've spent as a christian as a devout christian mm -hmm as uh, you know as dedicated as they come as a pastors i mean we've seen pastors fall uh you know pastors that you listen to and you're like oh man he is anointed the holy spirit is you know is moving in that man mm -hmm. and then you find out oh he was cheating on his wife yeah or you know he was stealing money from the church or whatever the case is right yeah um, and so it's just sad. It's sad when that happens because, you know, when that happens in a church, a lot of people leave the church mm -hmm. you know? and leave the faith altogether. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the sucky part that, um, that they leave the faith because again, this is, this is again, part of the reason why you can't have in your faith and anyone else except Jesus, because when they fail, you fail, mm -hmm. right? Because you're, you're dependent on that person. Yeah. And that's not how it should be. Yeah. You know, you got, you got to depend on Jesus because Jesus is not going to fail you. Amen. Jesus, you know, when he says something, word is bond, like they mm -hmm. say in New York, right? And, and you could take that to the bank. Yeah. So, so it, like, again, it, it really, it really breaks my heart. Now, as far as, you know, where Ravi Zacharias is right now um you know if he died in sin he's not in heaven yeah i don't care how much good stuff he said i don't care how many people came to jesus because of him it doesn't matter you know i mean i i could attest to it because he was very influential mm -hmm. in in a lot of the stuff that 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 helped solidify my my defense in Christianity mm -hmm. is because of him. Yeah. You know, he's the one that talks about how to test truth. You know, he's the one that, you know, if you go back and listen to, what was it episode two, I think two or three, where we uh, talk about why Christianity over other religions, you know, a lot of that defense was from him, mm -hmm. you know? And so, um, it really, 
it really hurt to to find that out you know i was i was very very disappointed but again it didn't rock my faith it didn't shake me because my faith was never in him it was mm-hmm. always in jesus and it still is yeah and so that allows me to understand that yeah i mean he's not perfect i'm not excusing what he did by no means mm-hmm. what he did is inexcusable and and if he was still alive he should pay for what he did Mm -hmm. and in one way his ministry is paying his Mm -hmm. family is paying yeah and so you know his sin is dragging all those people down with him um so i guarantee a lot of people who used to donate to the ministry stopped yeah and yeah why not why why now as trust now i appreciate the the ministry being so you know transparent with everything um which was the right thing to do mm-hmm. um but but it, it's just it's sad it's sad and so and so yeah and so ravi i mean again we don't know right because we don't know right before he passed if there was any repentance right right that's between him and god and I guess when we go to heaven, we'll find out, you know, where uh, where Ravi Zacharias is. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, the same way that we said before, you know, if Hitler repented, as much bad stuff as Hitler did, if he repented and accepted Jesus in the end, he's gonna be in heaven. Yeah, you know, and uh, and so. Yeah, I think uh, for me, this points to two things. Number one, we've talked about it before, and it keeps being super, super important, is the importance of community. And sometimes we feel, like we've said before, that a leader is not, I I don't know. (laughs) For some reason, sometimes we think that, you know, once we get or once people get to a certain like level that that you don't need community like i'm i'm wondering like the pope does he have community you know yeah um but at every single level we need that because we need people to keep us accountable we need people to pray over us we need people to tell us when we're struggling when we're not you know i can i mean if he was i mean his relationship with god was probably non-existent yeah <laughs> if he was yeah doing that for so exactly. long you know so who was pouring into him is my question yeah um so no matter who you are you have to find people who to do life with to love yeah. and pursue god with every day and that's the second thing because we are in our flesh because we are still um you know not in our glorified bodies but we're imperishable bodies um, we are going to s- continue to struggle with sin. So we need Jesus every single day. Sometimes the problem is that we um, focus on Jesus on Sundays. And, you know, if we go to Bible study, you know, when we do Bible study and then we forget about God every other day. Yeah. And it's like, no, you struggle with sin every single day. You are human. You are a flesh every single day. So we need Jesus every single day. Um, and Sometimes we're not going to feel like like today uh, uh, Pastor Gabe was preaching on uh, love and how love is not, love is a choice, it's not an emotion. So sometimes we focus on 
we we don't seek God or we don't seek community because we don't feel like it. And it's like it's not about what you feel. Yeah. It's about what God is God calls us to. And it's him and community. Love God and love people. Um otherwise we're going to fall and people that we love are going to fall if we're not loving on them and they're not loving on us. Amen. Yeah. Yeah, community community is important and and you're right like you know, as wise as his words were, that was just him being good with words. Yeah. That obviously wasn't, you know, the spirit because the Holy Spirit, if the Holy Spirit was abiding in him, he, this would have stopped mm -hmm. 10 years ago. Or it would have been something that he would have came out and said, hey, listen. I'm struggling with this. Like, yeah. this is my sin. I struggle with sexual immorality. Mm -hmm. I need accountability. Yeah. Here's my phone. Here's my email. Here are my passwords. I need somebody to hold me accountable because this is not in line with what I believe, yeah. what I claim to believe. So, um, yeah. It sucks, man. It's like a kick in the gut for me, for yeah. real. It is. It is because I, I, I can't, I can't watch him again. Yeah, I don't think I could watch him again. And and, it, and if I try to watch him, I don't know how that's gonna make me feel. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it ruined it for me, mm -hmm. you know. And again, thankfully, my faith was not in him. Mm -hmm. Um, and, you know, and in a sense, the same way that God put Pharaoh up, you know, God used him to reach a lot of people. Yeah. And, um, you know, I just, you know, I think that collectively we need to pray for those people. Yeah. Those people who were affected by this, both, both who were. I mean, everyone was affected negatively, right? Right. But we need to, first of all, we need to pray for those victims. Mm -hmm. Secondly, we need to pray for his family and his colleagues. Yeah. I can't imagine what and, his wife and his children are going through. Yeah. Then we need to pray for those of us who, you know, who like, I guess, lived by his word or, mm -hmm. or you know, really admired him. Those of us who were shaken and those of us who were not shaken. Mm -hmm. um, in one way, shape, or form, though, I think everyone was shaken. Yeah. Even those of us whose faith was not shaken. I think, like I said earlier, you know, it was like a kick in the gut for yeah. me. Um, you know, and um, yeah, it sucks. I guess, I guess it's like finding out that a family mem member is like a child molester or something. Yeah. And you're like, what? Like, what? I grew up with you. What? What's going on here? Yeah. How did I not see this? And then, you know, to a certain point, I think, you know, those closest to him are feeling it so much more because they're like, how did I not see it? Yeah. Like, like we stayed in the same hotel room. He slept in the room next to me. How? Yeah. Like, wow. And, um, you know, again, my hope is that he repented, but obviously his actions we're not Christ-like at all. Um, and if anything, you know, his actions were sinful, obviously, and 
it's just satanic, right? Because how how are you? <sighs> I have no words. Yeah. You know how how are you? You know preaching the gospel and living the complete opposite. But I guess I guess that goes to show how good Satan is at yeah. using people, right? That's how good Satan is at using people and deceiving people. And, um, you know, Satan can only use people as far as God lets him, right? Mm -hmm. And I just thank God that, you know, I thank God that that he abides in me because because if he didn't, I, w I don't know, you know, I, I'd, I'd be in a different place right now, yeah. you know? So, um, so yeah, so let, let's pray for all those people. Definitely. Let's pray for them. Um, but yeah, yeah. So I just felt it was necessary for us to talk about mm -hmm. because, uh, you know, I used to always post about him and, you know, um, um, I, I mean, I'll still probably, cause the things that I learned mm -hmm. about what he talked about was, you know, um, still truth was still truth. Yeah. It was yeah. still truth. Um, and, and that doesn't change it. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, truth doesn't care about your feelings or anything. So yeah. truth is truth. Truth is truth. Um, so, so I, I'm thankful to God still for that, that I was able to learn because, you know, like you said, it's truth. Um, so I won't stop referencing those things and, yeah. um, but, but I just, you know, I just can't think about him the same way, obviously. And, um, and hey, ultimately, ultimately, my defense is not going to be of him, but of the gospel. You know? Yeah. It's still, the gospel is still true. And, um, you know, it's sad, sad that that, that kind of stuff happens, but it happens, mm -hmm. happens, happens. So, you know, I guess, you know, um. I guess uh, uh, you know I would encourage everyone to pray that that you don't, um, you know, that you're very aware of where your faith is placed. Yeah. Um, and that it it doesn't shift to anybody else, um, but mm -hmm. Christ, Christ alone. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of uh, in Corinthians. There's a the church was divided for and. You know, it was divided for different reasons entirely. But um, Paul comes and he says, you know, some say that they follow Apollos. Some say they follow Paul. You know, and there's different people that are preaching the gospel at the time. And he's like, it's not, you, you should all be following Jesus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you cannot put your it's... faith in a person. You need to put your faith in <laughs> exactly. Jesus because people are faulty. And yeah. that's why Jesus came, paid the ultimate price. And the only reason he could pay the ultimate price is because he lived a perfect life that we could never live. Amen. Yeah. And because of because of that also, um, he can help us with any temptation. So we see him in the desert for 40 days and 40 nights, and he was tempted probably more than any human person could experience. But, you know, he was able to get through it because he had, he had that relationship with the Father, and he knew he, the Word, and he was the Word. 
Yeah. And so because he endured temptation, he allows us to endure temptation. Amen. Um, and he doesn't, the Bible says that he doesn't allow us to be tempted more than we can handle. Um, so when we are tempted, we need to lean into him and lean into community. Amen. So, yeah. So I guess our, our biggest takeaways are going to be don't put your trust in man. Don't put your trust in anyone except Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And seek community. Seek community. Seek community mm -hmm. in Christ. Seek yeah. community in Christ. Um, and, and it doesn't have to be, hey, wait until I'm sinning to seek yeah. community. That's what I was going to say earlier. Yeah. Um, we need I, to be in community all the time. Yeah. Yeah, no, a lot of people think that, oh, you know, I, I'm, when I'm good, I'll go. Yeah. When I'm good, I'll yeah. turn to God. When I'm good, I'll, no, no. No, it's, it's because, it's because. You're not, you're not good always. You're not good. <laughs> yeah, it's because you're never good. Um, this is why, um, you know, you need to, or, or on the flip side of that, some people might say, no, I got a good life. Um, I don't need God right yeah. now, you know? Um, and for those people, I would say, don't wait <laughs> until you're not good. Yeah. Um, because you don't know what not being good means. Yeah. Because, you know, like I mentioned before, not good could mean yeah. no family, no kids, no whatever. And, and I would even argue you don't know what good means because yeah. good is having God. Like you don't, you don't, if you don't have God and you feel like you have everything you don't like you yeah. don't know what you're missing out. I'm not trying to speak bad about anybody, but I'm I'm just saying you don't know what you're missing out on if yeah. you don't have God. Yes. So, um, you know, uh it's funny. I um I saw this story. Um I will probably end with this, but I saw this story about um a lady um who by the way, I'm encouraging everybody to just um try this who I can't remember I can't remember exactly why the reason but she she was an atheist and for some reason I don't know if an event triggered this I don't know what it was at some point in time she came to the realization that there was more to life or some, something like that mm -hmm. and so she decided she <laughs> I forgot what they what it what it was called in the article. I think it was uh I guess she I guess she gave she took the God free trial. Mm -hmm. Um and basically she she prayed and she said, Listen, God, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you thirty days. Mm -hmm. Like I'm gonna give you thirty days. I'm gonna read scripture every day. I'm gonna pray. I may not know what I'm doing, but I'm gonna do these things because mm -hmm. Apparently, this is what I'm called to do. So I'm going to do these things and I'm going to give you 30 days to show up. Mm -hmm. And she put God to the test. Yeah. And she said that when she prayed that and then picked up her Bible, everything, everything that she was reading, God was speaking to her. Wow. Every, from, the, from the first moment. Mm -hmm. God didn't wait. Yeah. So um that's wonderful. <laughs> um I want to encourage everybody to put God to the same test. Give him 30 days, but you got to do your part. 
you got to do your part. You got to pray every day. Mm -hmm. You got to read the Bible every day. Mm -hmm. Obviously, pray before you read the Bible as well. Yeah. But do that consistently. You don't, you don't have to read a whole book of the Bible. No, no, no. You could read a chapter, a couple verses, yeah. you know, whatever. Um, and I would, I would encourage you to start with one of the Gospels, mm -hmm. right? Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John. And, and just read it every day. Yeah. And if you happen to have someone, again, going back to community, if you happen to know someone who has that relationship with God already, to ask them to help you keep, keep you accountable with it. Absolutely. Yes. And to help answer questions that you may have because yeah. you will yeah. most likely have questions. And just just so you get an idea, it might take you if you were to read each book, each gospel straight through, it might take you an hour max. Mm -hmm. If you just read it just 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 for Reference, just for reference, if you're just to read it all the way through, each book would be about an hour. Um, so not too bad, really. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, so do that. Yeah. And do the, the, do the free trial. Yeah. And if you don't know anyone who um, has that relationship with God already, you can find us on Telegram. Yes, right? you can find us on Telegram. Join our group. At um, Christ Alone Podcast Group on Telegram. I think it's t.me forward slash um, Christ Alone Podcast Group. Or you can just go on Telegram and search for Christ Alone Podcast mm -hmm. Group. Join our group. Um, we try to, you know, send encouraging messages mm -hmm. every day now that we have uh, a member. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we try to send encouraging messages. We can do prayers as well, um, but again, reach out to us. That's probably a, a most direct way to mm -hmm. reach out to us, and we're you know we we respond pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. Or you can text us or message us at at four zero seven seven nine six two eight eight one. Okay, you could also find us at christalonepodcast dot com. All of our handles are christalonepodcast except for Twitter, which is christalonepod. Yes. So, uh, yeah, you could find us just about anywhere where, you know, people are on, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so I guess we'll end with that. And, um, you know, thank you, everybody, for, uh, for joining us. Um, maybe you could just take us out with a prayer. Okay. Uh, for, you know. you know, for what we talked about in reference to all the people that were affected and stuff like that. Yes. Um, what's the name of the ministry again? R uh, yeah, Ravi Zacharias International Ministry. So RZIM. Okay, that's what I was looking for. Okay. <laughs> Father God, we thank you for today. We ask that you put um, just RZIM, put the whole ministry in your hands, Father. We ask that you strengthen them and guide them through this difficult time, that you would guide them on 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 how to lead, on how to move move forward from this situation, my God. We ask that you help them and in, in continuing to lead others and, and help, uh, you know, help them as they heal, Father. Help uh, the, put, the, put uh, Ravi's family, his children, his wife in your hands, my God, that you would um, give him healing and, and, and be with them, my God, that you would not allow 
anyone's light, uh, anyone's uh, faith to be shaken, my God, but that, but that they're, um, if anything, that they would, those who, who, who were dependent on, on Ravi, Lord, not on you, my God, but that they would have a stronger foundation in you, Lord, that you'd be that foundation, that you would be their center of their faith, my God, because you alone, you alone save, you alone, my God, um, is who we need, Jesus. So we ask that you uh, put also all the victims, my God, that were affected um, by uh, Ravi and, and his sin, Jesus. We ask that you give them and their families, my God. We ask that you give them healing um, and put them in your hands, Lord, that they would know you, that they would know your love, Jesus, that they would know the healing that only you can give, my God. And, and again, that their foundation would be you, my God, because your love is perfect. And you are always faithful, Lord. And we ask, Lord, that you also put all our listeners in, in uh, your hands, my God. If if anyone is struggling with secret sin, my God, or or, or or just any type of sin in general, my God, we ask that you um, help them with it, my God. Uh, if it's continual sin, if it's something that's binding them, that's holding them captive, Lord. Lord, there is freedom in your name. There's freedom. We are free by the blood of the Lamb, Father. So we ask that you just allow them to press into you and know you, my God, and find freedom in you. We ask that you help them press into you, know your love, my God, know uh, the beauty of having a relationship with you, my God, a God who loves unconditionally, my God. And we pray for those that don't have community, that they would find community, my God, with others that love you, that 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 want to pursue you every day, my God. We ask that you help each and every one of us Run the race of endurance, my God, looking to you, Lord, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, my God. We thank you for your love. We thank you for, for being faithful when we can't be faithful, Lord. We ask that you just fill us and guide us all of our days, my God. In your name we pray. Amen. And lastly, Father God, we want to ask for, uh, we want to pray for our listeners who don't know you yet, Father God. We ask that you use this opportunity to soften their hearts, Father God, and plant that idea, Father God, to give that 30-day free trial of reading scripture and praying and putting you on the hook to show up in their lives, Father God. In your name we pray. Amen. God loves you and God bless.